us to think this morning about healthy, hopeful believers. And as I contemplate that particular topic, I, I, I recognize that it is addressed, the idea is addressed to believers. And then it talks about healthy and hopeful believers. But what Peter is talking about in this chapter that Duane read for us, he's not talking about healthy and hopeful in a physical sense, but rather a spiritual sense. And so as we, as we think about healthy and hopeful believers this morning, I want you to keep in mind the idea that what he's referring to and what we are referring to is our spiritual well-being.
Peter said, or Jesus said to Peter, Upon this rock I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And he tells Peter, he says, I'm going to give to you the keys to the kingdom. Apostle Peter was actively involved in the Lord's church in Jerusalem. He was there at its beginning. As recorded in Acts chapter 2, he's the one who gives that first gospel sermon. He was selected to take the good news to the Gentiles, and so we have recorded for us in Acts chapter 10, Peter taking the gospel to Cornelius. And after he had taken the gospel to Cornelius, and there was a great deal of joy and excitement about the fact that the Gentiles have received the good news and they've been obedient to it, Peter goes back to Jerusalem and he faces a whole whack of problems because of what he has just done. And so he defends his actions to the Jewish Christians in Jerusalem. I think Peter knew what it takes to have a healthy, active congregation. As well, he knew the importance of keeping believers hopeful and effective even when they found themselves in difficult circumstances. And lo and behold, because of technology, we have the word healthy has appeared again. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> in this final chapter of Peter's first letter, he gives five keys if we are going to be healthy and hopeful as believers. And so it's those that I want to center our thinking on this morning. And I trust that as we look at these, we will be blessed. Peter is saying in chapter 5, the first few verses, in fact, the first four, he is, he is saying that for us to be healthy and hopeful as a group of believers, we need to have positive, willing leadership. And so he addresses the people that he's writing to as a fellow elder. In other words, he might have said, I know what you're going through. <laughs> he says, verse 1 through verse 3 
about being positive and willing as leaders. But for those of us who lead, we need to have followers if we're going to be successful as leaders. And we also, I think, all of us understand the value and the importance of being an example to those who follow. And so the first, the first thing that Peter would want is to us to understand that if we're going to be healthy and hopeful group of believers, we need leadership. The second thing that he talks about in, in this passage, he talks about humility. And so notice with me what he says in verses 5 and 6. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. Problem is, if you are following, you will notice that I didn't read verse 5. Young men, likewise, be subject to your elders, and all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, for God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Over in Philippians <clears throat> chapter 2, and verses 5 through 8, Paul writing gives us the example of Jesus and his humility. And he says, Having this attitude in yourselves, which is also in Christ Jesus, who although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of man, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. In James chapter 4 and verse 6, James writes, but he gives a greater grace, therefore it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. As he quotes from Proverbs 3 and verse 34. To be healthy and hopeful believers. We must develop humility.
And back to chapter 5 of 1 Peter. He provides us with instructions that says concerning anxiety we have to deal with it in a proper way. And so he says, casting all your anxiety upon him because he cares for you. We somehow need to, when we think about scripture, is to make that personal application so that we we appreciate it that much more. In Matthew chapter 6 and verses 31 through 34, Jesus and what is recorded and referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. says, Do not be anxious then, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or with what shall we clothe ourselves? For all these things the Gentiles eagerly seek, for your Heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore don't be anxious for tomorrow, Tomorrow will take care of itself each day as enough trouble of its own. Worry, anxiety robs us of our hope. And worried believers have not as much to offer to a worried world as they need to give. Fourthly, Peter says to be alert. To be not only alert, but be to be aware of the enemy. on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But resisting. Firm in your faith. Knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in says there is an enemy on the loose dedicated to destroying the faithful but he says for you and me resist him
What we are experiencing in our country and throughout the world right now hasn't happened before in our lifetime. The same could be said of those that Peter was writing to. They had never experienced the kind of persecution <clears throat> that they were that they were involved in right now. And so Peter's words to them were important. Peter was concerned about their spiritual well-being. He wanted healthy and hope he wanted health and hope for them. And he wanted them to keep their eyes on the goal or the prize at the end. And that being eternal life. And so the fifth thing that I want you to notice with me this morning about healthy and hopeful believers is we need to remain faithful. When John wrote the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and verse 10, he says, Be faithful unto death, and I'll give you the crown of life. If you ever want to, if you ever want to find out how long you should be faithful, just read that verse again. And so it's interesting that Peter would say in verse ten of chapter five. And after you've suffered a little, the God of grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. There's a verse for a sermon all by itself. Think about his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. If that's not about being healthy and hopeful, I don't know what it is. And so, he would say, at the end of verse 12, 
says, as he speaks about Silvanus, he says, Through Silvanus, our faithful brother, for so I regard him, I have written to you briefly, exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God. And then these four words. Stand firm in it. Stand firm in it. And then he would conclude. Peace be to you all who are in Christ. Then he identifies who he's writing to, those who are in Christ. And so I hope, as we continue to persevere, and we continue to be wise, that God would continue to bless us with health, in our spiritual well-being and a hopeful a hopeful experience as we go through this life looking forward to eternity may god bless us in our spiritual walk thank you